All right, moms. I'm about to get a little controversial here. And I'm going to say you don't need to pack everything you see on Pinterest in your mommy-to-be hospital bag. So August is the most popular month for births, and we can blame it on the long winter months. And since hospital stays are right around the corner, let's talk about what you actually need in your mommy-to-be bag. One of my biggest peeves is the long list for labor and delivery because it is so unnecessary to pack your house for a two-night stay. As a mom of six working from home, I understand the need for efficiency, and I've had a lot of practice packing my labor and delivery bag. So let's call this the practical or sane mommy-to-be hospital bag list. Hey mom, so welcome to the Life Unboxed podcast where we talk about all things mompreneur, including babies. So it's from raising your kids to running a business and the most important, keeping your sanity. I am Jody the mom, a successful virtual assistant and homeschool mom of six for almost 10 years. My goal is to give you as much help as possible so you can confidently start a business and homeschool your kids. So be sure to visit the Life Unboxed be sure to visit lifeunbox.blog, let me get my name of the website correct, and download your free Mom Boss 2.0 workbook. So if you like to be a rebel mom and break all the rules, then this is for you. And remember, you can support the show with coffee and visit ko-fi.com forward slash lifeunboxblog and buy this mom some coffee. Okay, so let's get into this week's topic. We are talking about your mommy-to-be hospital bag the first time. Okay, it is confession time. Because for our first baby, we were literally hauling bags through the hospital hallways. They actually had to get us a cart to move everything from labor and delivery to the recovery room. It was hilarious. And looking back, I cannot believe we brought so much stuff. But as first-time parents, there's so many unknowns. So we read all the books and followed all the expert advice, and we're going to do this right. All with some interesting consequences, like hauling bags of stuff around the hospital. I guess it makes for a good story. So the problem with the mommy-to-be hospital bag checklist So with every baby, I always search Pinterest looking for something new. You know, that's something that I just didn't know already. I am always shocked at the ginormous lists that are on Pinterest. It is like you're packing for an international vacation instead of two nights in the hospital wearing the same thing for your entire stay. And a lot of these lists are trying to prepare for every contingency, and that is just not possible. So I've given birth six times in five different facilities in two different states. Uh, And you can read or watch more of my birthing stories. I'll leave that show uh, in the description below. So I delivered in hospitals and birthing centers. All that to say, I have a pretty good idea of what most places provide. 
what you need to bring, and what you can leave at home and still have a comfortable hospital stay. Okay, moms, we're going to talk very practical. I'm going to give you a very practical checklist and what you actually need because you don't need all the things. Now, I will say this. I've never had to stay for a C-section. If it's planned, you probably want to just bring a few extra things and that are specific for the C-section. If it's unplanned, that's what your husband's there for. He can go out, he can go back home and pick up stuff for you. So here is my practical sanity saving list. And I'm going to work from the bottom of the bag to what you need on top. Okay, so number one, going home. So we're gonna work backwards. We're gonna work from going home to labor and delivery. You need a car seat. Yep. This is pretty much a given. There isn't any facility that will let you leave without a car seat. If you have an infant car seat with a base, then install the base weeks before your due date so it is ready to go. You don't want to deal with this when you're trying to leave the hospital. Seriously, you just want to like pop the baby's car seat, <laughs> pop the baby and the car seat into the car and go home. There are many cute accessories for the car seat, but leave them off. Most hospitals will have you remove anything that is not original to the car seat. Number two, this goes into, so now we're starting with the actual bag. Clothes for mom. Forget the cute jeans. Your going home outfit needs to be loose fitting and super comfortable. You just delivered a baby and your body went through some dramatic changes. It is going to take a while to get comfortable in your pre-pregnancy clothes, if you ever do. Skip the yoga pants. Those are way too constricting. Get some comfortable sweatpants and a loose-fitting shirt to wear home. And don't forget socks and shoes and your base wear items as well. Or if the weather is good, flip-flops. You can't depend on the socks and shoes you walked in with. If your water broke on the way, they might not be wearable home. So just, that may have happened to me a time or two. So make sure you have some extra socks and shoes in your bag. Baby's attire. Baby will need a going home outfit. Since this was always a special occasion, I always bought a cute outfit just for going home. And I kept all of them as well. You only need a going home outfit for baby. No other clothes are required. If it is wintertime, you probably want to bring a blanket to cover baby for the outside. And that is all you need for the baby. And again, going back to the car seat, like I love the, I think they're called the bundle me's where they fit on like in the car seat. Um, and you kind of tuck baby in like a sleeping bag. Yeah, the hospitals will not um, uh, let you leave with that's in the car seat. So because it's not considered original to the car seat, just keep that in mind. Um, but they do make some that will actually go over the car seat, which are great as well. If it's winter, but we're kind of planning for August delivery right now. You don't need extra diapers, unless you just want to pack a few in the car. At every hospital, I was always sent home with diapers. So they basically, you have like your baby 
cart, I guess. You know, you have the where the baby sleeps and then underneath it you have all the diapers and all of that. They have always said at all the hospitals I stayed at, just clean it out, whatever is in there. If you want to take it, just take it. And so more the only thing I'd never have taken would be blankets and the little onesies. But diapers, A and D, any of the ointments that they have in there. Um, I've always been sent home with plenty. So you do not need to bring diapers to the hospital with you. And I don't understand. I'll like, I see these on the list on these Pinterest lists, like all the time. And it's like, you don't need diapers. You really don't. Okay. Number four, for your stay, you will stay, your stay will be 24 to 48 hours. Or if you're at a birthing center, it'll only be four hours after delivery. And I hate staying in hospitals. Like really, how is a mom supposed to recover with constant interruptions? So that was a major part of the reason I chose to deliver at a birthing center for the last one. I was just done. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I want to be home in my own bed. If you are in a hospital, you will just be staying in your room, laying in bed the entire time. So get yourself a comfy pair of PJs. Some hospitals will want you to stay in the gown, but if not, then be prepared with your own PJs. And I'm going to leave you a link for my favorite ones. It's not an affiliate link. I just like them that much that I just, if you want to find some comfortable PJs that aren't going to um, sweat you out or be constricting, these were perfect. So the link will be in the description below. Bring flip-flops or slippers to walk around the hospital room. So I just have a thing about my feet. I don't like germs. <laughs> I did not grow up, you know, outside with barefoot, barefooted. Um, but you'll have, you know, those hospital socks. But I've always preferred to have my own uh, foot attire on. So it's up to you. Oh, yes. And bring your granny panties. Because mesh underwear is not all that it's cracked up to be. And you will want to be comfortable. And no, pretty pretty ones, just forget those. Granny panties, bring those. And pack a nursing bra. Not that you'll necessarily wear it for your stay, but you will need it to leave. Not that you will need it. More, you know, hey, go wild and crazy. Um, But, you know, at least when you're leaving, you'll want it. And if you want to bring nursing pad liners, skip the disposable ones and go with washable cotton ones. They are so much more comfortable, but your milk probably won't come in for a few days. So you probably don't need them at the hospital. Don't waste your money on all the nursing creams until you know if you'll actually use them. Nursing creams are completely preferential, but yes, you'll find them on the list as a must-have. Okay, Rebel Mom here. I never liked them, so I never used them. <laughs> and also, the lactation consultant may actually have samples for you, so test drive these things before spending your money. Blankets, hat, and shirt for the baby are always provided by the hospital, so you don't need these items for your stay. Again, just for leaving. I always brought a pacifier for the baby. And yes, I know the debate exists about it interfering with nursing. I, all I have to say is whatever. So this was never the case with any of my kids. 
So if you want to use a pacifier, then bring it with you. Seriously, you need a break. You need like five minutes to take a shower. Bring a pacifier with you. And then bring the toiletries to take a shower, brush your teeth, and put your hair up. That's all you need. Skip the makeup bag. I promise you're not going to (laughs) care. Number five, entertainment. Because hospital rooms are really boring. The cable selection is usually lame and there's nothing to do. Yes, you're bonding and feeding your baby, but baby sleeps after the trauma of the birth canal. And also, I never really sleep in hospitals, so I usually just watch stuff all night long. So bring your own entertainment, whether that is an iPad or Kindle. Download stuff you'll want to watch and pack it in your bag. Skip the books or, or just, you know, download them on your Kindle. Because more than likely, you won't want to read. You're exhausted after all. Don't forget all of your chargers. Yes, you'll need to charge your phone and devices, so pack them in your bag. Buy some extras, keep them in your bag um, while you're waiting. For him, this is number six. Do you need a bag for your husband? I know. It's like, (laughs) all the lists will have like, major suitcase like suitcases for mom and husband for the most part he was always able to stay with me except when I gave birth in New York City the hospital rooms are semi-private so he could never stay over he always opted not to bring anything for himself one because we lived close enough to the hospital that he would go home check on the dog do all that kind of stuff then he would change and brush his teeth so he uh, um just like, I I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to deal with packing a bag and having his to-go bag. And we always knew that he would be coming back to the house because the dog needed to be taken care of as well. And you aren't really sleeping in the hospital or it is so fitful to make it non-existent. And did I mention people coming in and out of your room at all hours of the night? Yeah. So you're not sleeping. Nobody is sleeping. Number seven, snacks. Bring granola bars or something small like that. So if your labor and delivery is long, your husband is going to get hungry. That's one reason. Also, hospital cafeterias close after a certain time, so you will want something on hand. You won't be able to eat during your labor, and if you deliver at 2 a.m. after 12 hours of labor, you will be hungry, and the hospital cafeteria will be closed. So bring something to eat. One of my deliveries, I think I delivered like around six o'clock and the hospital cafeteria was already closed. I couldn't get anything to eat. Um, (laughs) So that was fun. Number eight. Okay. Labor and delivery. I know. I know. So all the books will tell you to set the tone for your environment. And the list for this is like a hundred items long. What you bring really depends on whether you want an epidural or not. How long you want to labor before getting it. Yes, it does. If you're getting an epidural, then bring something to pass the time. Because epidurals are like magic. When you get them, you are pretty much pain-free and then you're bored again. So again, your own entertainment. If you're planning on a natural birth, now, I've had both. I've had three epidurals and I've had three births without an epidural. Okay. So we're split. 
If you're planning on a natural birth, then look at all the suggestions and decide what makes sense for you. Soft music and candlelight would drive me crazy. So I'm not a big music person now. Like I've tried to write with music and it literally like drives me nuts. And there's no words in the music. It's just instrumental and it drives me crazy. So if I'm that way without being in labor, why would I suddenly change during labor? So you know you the best. As you go through the class or books, when you come across something that just makes sense, then go with it. Like I had read something with his last one about... um like using stress balls to squeeze during labor. And I'm like, oh, that just makes, that just totally made sense to me. Of course, my labor was only 40 minutes, so I didn't really get a chance to get to that point. But it was one of those things that I bought them to have with me because it just made sense. Number nine, hospital gowns, the, the attire of the sophisticated. For labor and delivery, you are wearing a hospital gown unless you are at a birthing center. So the center that I used provided a robe and I did a water birth. So I did find a cheap bikini top to wear. And again, this is all about preference and what makes you comfortable. Literally, if you want to walk around the room naked, you can. So, but that's just not my thing. But for both stays, bring something that you can put on after delivery. So I always get the shakes and chills. It feels like I am freezing. So bring a sweater or even a flannel pajama top to warm you up. Yes, there'll be extra blankets, but there's something about like wrapping yourself in a comfy um, pajama top that just is more warming. And number 10, take the tour. Every facility will have a tour. Always take it. First, so you know where to go when you're in labor. And second, so you know what will be provided by the hospital and you can ask your questions. So this will help you decide what you need to actually bring. So mom, don't overcomplicate what you need to bring. So trust me, you don't want to look like you're packing for a two-week vacation for a family of six when you're just becoming a family of three. Keep it simple. If you forget something, you can always have someone drop it off or pick it up for you. That's what husbands are for. Moms, I am so glad you joined me today. And I'm so excited I'm able to share this very practical list because the ones I see on Pinterest annoy me so badly. So (laughs) if you want to help spread the word, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to check out the Life Unbox store for all of your mom boss merch, and you can support the show with coffee. Visit Kofi, that's ko-fi.com forward slash Life Unbox blog to buy this tired mama a cup of joe. For more great mompreneur content, follow Life Unbox on social media or check out lifeunbox.blog and be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.